0: Hi, Mystery.
1: So this guy in weird sunglasses and a black trench coat comes up to you with two pills saying one can, like, uh, take you out of the reality that you're in, transport you to some magical land. The other one will be the same reality, but you'll have, like, a stake. Which pill do you take?
2: I mean, I don't tend to take pills from strangers, but...
1: (laughs) 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 Even if it's met with steak? (laughs) you don't want your
3: medicine. It sounds like
4: you got a guy who is either giving you acid and the other one is just a steak-flavored jelly bean. And
1: they're like, okay, here are your
4: options. You're either going to go to crazy town or you're going to be very upset that I handed you a meat-flavored
1: jelly bean. (laughs) Then the choices you have to make... (laughs) On High Mystery, mystery. (laughs) the podcast. (gasps) This is High Mystery, the podcast where we smoke weed, we talk about mysteries, today will be no different. To introduce you to the people here, I'm Robert. I'm Colin. I'm Kyle.
3: I'm Leanne.
1: Those are the people that we have in the audience, or no, in the studio today. (laughs) We also have three dogs, so you might hear them. It's been a minute since we've done this. Yeah, Uh, Tristan is on assignment. (laughs) He's a busy man doing busy stuff. We hope to have him back next recording. Uh, So, yeah, today we will be uh, smoking weed, talking about mysteries. I'm going to spark one up right now, but Kyle... I don't know if we ever heard the first time you smoked weed. Oh. 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 Oh.
2: Just a real quick, like, one-sentence recap from the other three of us who they've already heard about. What was your first time?
1: <laughs> uh, I, the first time I smoked weed was with a group of people behind a mausoleum while we were cutting class.
3: <laughs> Liam? Oh. <laughs> it was with my first serious boyfriend out of an apple.
2: Ah, I love that. <laughs> I was at, a, like, a city park, and we smoked out of a Gatorade bottle. Oh, <laughs> nice.
4: I may have told this story briefly on the last appearance I made during the uh, Francis Bacon trilogy. Oh, okay. Francis Bacon, yes. Oh, uh, one, uh, one of mine, one of yes, mine. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, it, for me, was a friend of mine introducing it to me via Gatorade-made Gravity bomb at his house after college. Love it. And the goodness. end of the night, we were so stoned. We had the TV on mute watching Seinfeld while his two friends were in the kitchen. Arguing over who was going to get the last entire pizza.
3: How Where were you? <laughs> <Enough>. <laughs> <laughs> what kind
2: of Gatorade bottle did they use? Like oh, the it was big a red boy? flavor. Oh. No, <laughs> like it was the, it was the, it was the, the standard, red, standard. Your standard. Yeah, it was a standard Gatorade bottle. Because you can make one hell out of, of a gravity bong out of the big one, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah.
4: Now, I've had a two liter gravity
2: bong at <laughs> yeah. home
4: for some time. Um, but no, this was the introduction. I'd never smoked it at all before, never smoked anything. And it, I almost choked to death, so it was a great time. Uh <laughs> we wound up eating Fruit Loops. So huh? I'm sure that played into it somehow. There you go.
2: <laughs> well, without further ado, I will light this baby jeter that Rob passed over. Uh right. oh yes. Uh
1: it's been a while. So I've got a watermelon ZKZ. Uh ZKZ? Yeah, ZKZ. Zix. <laughs> Um. <laughs> Sounds
2: like some kind of bad organization I was gonna say, we are the ZKZ Welcome <laughs> to the ZKZ Your brains have been infiltrated by diseases and misinformation The ZKZ will wipe it clean
1: It's an indica It's got <laughs> .03% CBD Oh, just a little bit. Just a hair. Just a hair. And 36.07% on the THC.
2: Wow. Uh, In a minute, I'm going to also pack us a little supplementary blunt of some of this Jeffrey. Oh, Jeffrey. Yep. We're going to be smoking Jeffrey (laughs) in a minute. King Joffrey? It's a hybrid, and it has 31.3% total THC. My and just a wee, will be just a point zero eight percent CBD.
1: Just a wee, baby.
2: And I'll be mixing into that some of the secret gelato.
1: Oh. It's a secret oh, It's secret
2: gelato. gelato. <laughs> uh, that has 30.4% THC and 0.07% CBD. It's interesting because the cheaper thing has the higher THC percentage. But,
1: you know, that happens sometimes. Sometimes that just kind of happens.
2: And now we, like the blood...
1: Light, light the blunt. The blunt. Light the Everybody light the blunt. Light the blunt. Light the blunt. <étit presintellẫ Melinda whiskey> Dogs are here. We're lighting the blunt. Light the blunt. Light the blunt. Not a cloud in the sky. We're lighting the blunt.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we got clouds inside. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: officially lit. It's time for a mystery. Let's hear it, Rob.
1: Now, I've been criticized in no. the past.
2: Who said it? Forget. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no. For doing mysteries where people die. And they can be real downers. Well, I got some good news. No one dies in this mystery because none of us exist. (coughs) What? Is this about
2: a simulation again?
1: According to a recent article published in Scientific American, scientists give it a 50-50 shot.
2: The idea that we don't exist?
1: The idea that we all live in a simulation. Oh, it's a
2: 50-50 shot that we all live in a simulation. (laughs) (laughs)
3: 50-50.
1: So for those that don't know, the simulation hypothesis is the theory that all human existence is a simulated reality and that this simulation could contain conscious minds that may or may not know that they are in a simulation. This is the basic concept in the matrix, but believe it or not, The Wachowskis weren't the first to come up with this concept.
2: Wachowski, who? (laughs) The Wachowski,
1: too. (laughs) Wachowski, you better do. Nice. (laughs) 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 It has been traced as far back as the Age of Antiquity, about 3000 BC, the beginning of recorded human history. Nearly every civilization has its own stories of people living in a simulation like a dream or within a painting. But twas not twill Nick Bostrom that anyone gave it much credibility. Bostrom, you know what this Nick Bostrom
2: guy is saying? <laughs> oh yeah, I've heard of Bostrom. <laughs> Bostrom's the top.
1: <laughs> Bostrom's talk mm-hmm. of the town. Bostrom's premise is, and let me warn you, it's a bit wordy.
3: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Bostrom. <laughs>
2: He always was a wordy one, that Bostrom. That
3: Bostrom has much to say. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking
2: about. It definitely sounds like somebody's like a uh, foil. Oh, uh, Bostrom. Damn
4: you, Bostrom. Butler. <laughs> he gave a 43 minute keynote speech the other day. <laughs> For no reason. He just can't stop talking. He is a good butler, though. <laughs>
1: Many works of science fiction, as well as some forecasts by serious technologists and futurologists predict that enormous amounts of computing power will be available in the future. Let us suppose for a moment that these predictions are correct. One thing that later generations might do with their super powerful computers is run detailed simulations of their forebears or of people like their forebears. Because their computers would be so powerful, they could run a great many such simulations. Suppose that these simulated people are conscious, as they would be if the simulations were sufficiently fine-grained and if a certain, quite widely accepted position in the philosophy of mind is correct. Then, it could be the case that the vast majority of minds, like ours, do not belong to the original race, but rather to people simulated by the advanced descendants of an original race.
2: Okay.
4: So how many times do you think... (laughs) Mark Zuckerberg has kicked off a meeting at Meta with that exact speech <laughs> <for> in <its entirety. laughs> starts every meeting reading that
1: whole goddamn thing off. It's that Good Craig morning. love birds from. Yeah, and he looks around he's like, right guys? Meta." It's pretty <laughs> cool. That's just so. He quotes that as his favorite quote of all time. Yeah. Him talking about yep, yep. that backstrom thing.
4: The quote is him quoting yep. backstrom. I love the
2: idea that Meta's just like running entirely without him and he's just like walking around like wouldn't that be cool if we were in a simulation guys? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and everyone's like, listen, Mark, we have a lot of work to do right now. <laughs> well, I'm just gonna be
4: out here smoking meats and relating to human beings. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sounds about right.
3: Well something I've heard but have no proof for is that Elon Musk, they have that people like specifically manage him and handle him. Oh, yeah. he gets these <laughs> ideas that are like 44 billion dollar ideas and then they can just do it. <laughs> I
4: would love nothing more than to be Musk's shusher. Yeah. To be like, hey, can you shut the fuck up? Well, he doesn't yeah. get shushed. You have, to, no, you have no, no, no. to... The guy's not getting
3: paid enough. He doesn't Pay get enough. shushed. He gets, he gets coddled. You have to like convince him because he's the top boss. So you have to convince him that he doesn't want to do his stupid idea anymore. Oh, I get it. It's yeah. a lot harder than
4: shushing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> last, corp- last corporate job I had, the only way to get the CEO to change his mind was for to finagle him into saying out loud why he's dumb. And then he's like, oh, wait, maybe we shouldn't uh, just burn the whole building down. <laughs> side. So, wow. As he's standing there with a can of gas, just ready. Oh. You're saying this is a bad idea? <laughs> hmm.
1: Okay, so... Um, Bostrom argued a trilemma, which is like a well, dilemma, but, but with three, three possibilities. possibilities. <laughs> wow. uh, though he would later combine the first and second to just make your average one of the mill dilemma.
2: Is the next one a quadlemma?
1: No, it's, it's always try or die. <laughs> that's my favorite Lost quote it. i'll put it on a shirt i like are you making a joke or is it really
2: how, why can't it be four problems
1: that not in problems. this yeah there's never been a quad lemma yeah. now if you've you, just got chaos i was gonna
2: uh, say if you bring in a quad quad you that's just two op- dilemmas
1: you've just opened up to a quid because you gotta yeah, take into consideration that's a double die
2: is an omni lemma thing
1: I mean... This
2: guy's got problems. I don't... That ain't the mystery. (laughs) Okay,
1: okay. You can talk about your mystery now. (laughs) First of the trilemma, humans almost always go extinct before reaching the simulation-savvy stage. Second, even if humans make it to that stage, they are unlikely to be interested in simulating their own ancestral past. And third... The probability that we are living in a simulation is close to one.
4: Well, number two is wrong because the Assassin's Creed franchise has been phenomenal. (laughs) (laughs)
1: It's
4: all about reliving your ancestral memories. So I can see why he dropped it to a
1: dilemma. (laughs) Uh, according to Tesla smart guy turned Twitter crackpot Elon Musk, what a
2: what a description
1: <laughs> on a Joe Rogan podcast. Oh, we love to hear it! Great. If you assume any rate of improvement at all, games will eventually be indistinguishable from reality. Before concluding, that is most likely we are in a simulation. Musk has also speculated that the odds of us living in a simulated reality or a computer made by others is about a 99.9% chance, what? and that he believes there is a one-in-billion chance we are in base reality. Wow.
3: He thinks it's all simulation, and he's still such a prick because <laughs> yes. he's got the power to do so yeah. he hit the tilde key he opened console command and like,
4: fuck this i'm gonna go ahead and just write my way to the top so
1: well he's sure well that's
2: good i'm glad he can believe it
1: well <laughs> even smarter guy particularly in the field of astrophysics neil degrasse tyson puts uh-huh. the odds at 50 50. However, Tyson may have since altered his opinion when in a Star Talk episode with Professor of Astrophysical Sciences at Princeton University, Jay Richard Gott. Yeah! <laughs> he's got it. Gott objected to the concept by saying, the common trait that all hypothetical high-fidelity simulated universes possess is the ability to produce high-fidelity simulated universes. And being that our current world does not possess this ability, it would mean that either we are the real universe and therefore simulated universes have not yet been created, or we are the last in a very long chain of simulated universes An observation that makes the simulation hypothesis seem less probable, to which Tyson remarked, that changes my life.
2: I mean, the idea that it's like a loop is... That helps me believe it the most.
4: Right? Yeah, because you've got the Matrix 3 to go to to explain it all to you.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Coming back around makes sense. Yeah. But, like reincarnation. Yeah, More but it's almost reincarnation of the universe itself.
4: Yeah, it gets to the point where the architect is kind of bored of that matrix, so he yeah. deletes it, and he starts all over again.
2: And I will say one of like the big questions of science is we know that the universe is expanding but we don't know what happens when it stops. We know that it's slowing down.
1: I thought it would just go into a deep freeze and then we all get kind of sucked into supermassive black holes and those supermassive black holes suck into each other, making just one that closes in on itself, causing another big bang, heating up the uh, universe again. And doing the cycle. Yeah, doing the cycle.
2: Yeah, I mean, that is one theory (laughs) that after it reaches its point of You know, it's currently moving outward, right? So once it reaches its point of stopping, it may start coming back in on itself and folding in on itself. Yeah. But who knows? That also takes a process of billions and trillions of years, So.
1: Well, Tyson also likened it to a video game, saying we could be virtual beings living in a computer simulation If so, the simulation would most likely create perceptions of reality on demand rather than simulate all of reality all the time, much like a video game optimized to render only the parts of a scene visible to a player. Maybe Uh, that's why we can't travel faster than the speed of light, because if we could, we'd be able to get to another galaxy. So it's possible that the programmer put that in as a limit.
2: Or, I mean, that's not how I expected the second half of that sentence to go, or the idea that if they can only render the universe so fast. So if we're going faster than speed light, then the simulation can't render that fast.
3: Like that Rick and Morty episode.
1: I, could.
3: I outrun the outrun the universe. He's like, we're in a oh, simulation, yeah, yeah. so we gotta go so far we gotta confuse it. Mm.
4: And outrun it. <laughs> I was going to say, it's kind of like Candy Crush. Huh? When you think you get to the last level, there's still more levels to go, yep, yep. and they're just constantly putting out more levels. So, <laughs> yeah, until you're... the developers stop putting out all this free DLC we know as the universe, <laughs> uh, yeah, that content's going to keep rolling.
1: Well, now we get into everybody's favorite uh, topic. Uh, mono. <laughs> Quantum <laughs> <laughs> mechanics. Quantum. <laughs> uh, God, quantum... This first. <laughs> <laughs> I know nothing about quantum mechanics, but I did watch several videos this morning, so
4: Hell
1: yeah. basically an expert.
4: Yeah, you might as well go to Reddit with your opinion right
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, quantum systems can exist in a superposition of states. Oh, Take Schrodinger's mm-hmm. cat, where a cat can be alive, dead, or both. These states of abstraction are called a wave function. In standard quantum mechanics, the act of observation causes this wave function to randomly collapse into one of many possible states. There is a double slit experiment where light passes through two slits which cause multiple light patterns on the other side. Light is made of particles and particles will act the same. It's this is an important part of the uh, whole oh, yeah. you really? know, breaking through. So mm-hmm.
2: I assumed you wouldn't do this to us unless it was important. He <laughs> was it's it's, it's like the crux
1: of why people believe that we live in. Welcome to Rob's TED Talk. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but if we take one particle of light yeah, and pass it through the double slit, it will act randomly. What, and what double slit? So, basically, you take oh, a piece of paper, that? Oh, that. you cut two slits, you shine light through it, and it should show up as two beams of light, but it shows up as many beams of light. Oh. And that's because that light goes through there in a wave pattern. So, the wave breaks itself up and causes multiple uh, light refraction. Okay. But if you pass matter through that, it doesn't act the same because matter doesn't isn't a wave. And so, it would show up as two beams of light. I
0: see. And
1: so when you pass one electron through these two slits, you would think, okay, it's going to just show up as two bars on there, but it doesn't. It shows up as many bars. Okay. And so when you try and observe this by seeing what happens to the single electron passing through these two slits, it will show up as two bars, not multiple bars. So you can put a camera in there. Once you turn the camera on, it will show up as two bars. But when you turn the camera off, it shows up as multiple bars.
4: It's kind of like how I'm invisible when no one's looking. <laughs> uh, the moment someone sees me, I just pop right back into existence.
1: So yeah, yeah. pretty much, yeah. I mean, it's very much like a video game where a building exists in a video game of Vice City or whatever, and you walk into that building and then it becomes its own world. It's because you don't have to render everything all at once. You just have to render it once the Let's observer walks into it. Yeah. And so that, I mean, it's pretty insane. If you could ever find out how this happens, then you've got yourself a Nobel Prize. It's sure. the biggest mystery in quantum physics, I would Done. say.
4: It's called peekaboo.
1: <laughs> uh, and i'm pretty
4: waited. sure matter and energy are both just playing a big game of peekaboo with us so i'll go ahead and take my
1: <laughs> it's uh it's pretty insane because they've tried multiple ways of observing this all they want to do is record it what happens yeah but like they put a camera in there they turn on the camera and it'll be like no fucking i ain't showing you they turn off the camera and it works just fine and so they'll leave the camera in there and they'll unplug the camera. When the camera is unplugged, it operates as it would. But once you turn that camera on, it goes back to normal. Like it's like, yeah, it's like a hide and seek or something.
4: Yeah. There's a Futurama joke that sums the whole thing up real easily. They're at a horse race and uh, they get down to a photo finish. But so they say, it's a quantum finish. And they pick the other, the horse that Farnsworth didn't bed on and he goes no fair you changed the outcome by measuring it <laughs> which is a quantum mechanics thing that he's talking about which is yeah just the yeah. act of observation that is enough to change
1: everything and this can happen uh there's also uh quantum entanglement where we can measure light coming from a solar system hundreds of millions of light years away and it's acting the normal way that it should but once we pass it through those two slits it it operates differently. It becomes once we measure it, it becomes its own thing, and so and uh, it'll happen from on the other side of the universe where that other entangled particle is. It'll operate the same exact way once you observe the other one. Huh. So I mean, it's it's very heady. I, I watched like several that. videos.
4: Yeah, but okay. it's it's the very serious way of saying. Well, I saw the ghost, right? But I took a picture, and it was just this little ball of light. I can't I swear my life down that was a ghost.
1: So yeah, that uh, that took up a big chunk of uh, my explanation. I was like, I've got it all written down, but maybe I should try and explain it in the way that I know it. Um, I congratulate you
4: i think that was that's that there's no more concise way to really rally all that information it's very true thank you
1: so much it's uh, so nice to be noticed <laughs> i see you Rob. i see i feel closer yeah. to understanding not but um, really. well, have some weed. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's pretty it's pretty insane i suggest you go on youtube and just uh, circle uh, search the double slit experiment, and they go into great detail of like all the different types of experiments that they've done with it. Like they've called a delayed <laughs> one where they shine the light from further away, they measure it before it hits the the uh, slits and after, and it'll operate differently, moving from the slits. Yeah, it'll like it changes what it happened when they observed it before. So it changes itself back in time.
2: Why is there all this stuff on our search history about two slits?
1: Just <laughs> disgusting. Two Evan. slits, one light. <laughs> Don't search that. <laughs> two slits,
2: one trilemma.
1: <laughs> According to Howman Owadi, I butchered that name, An expert on computational mathematics. (laughs) If it is just a pure simulation, there is no wave collapse. Everything is decided when you look at it. The rest is just simulation, like when you're playing these video games. So he thinks it's a simulation as well, based on once we observe it, like walking into that building, it gets rendered and it becomes a new thing.
2: So you think because it passes through the two slits that uh, it loses its observability?
1: No, it's once we observe it. Because, because, yeah, we can see that these beams of light are showing up as two bars. Yeah. But when we try to film it, or no, I'm sorry, it's vice versa. We can see the multiple bars, but when we try and film it, two bars. Yeah it's operating as just one or the other, not a wave. And so, yeah, we can never know exactly, or at this present moment, we don't know what's happening. We can't even figure it out. Oh. Um, Zora Davoudi, a physicist at the University of Maryland College Park, focuses on strong interactions or strong nuclear force. The equation describing strong interactions, which hold together quarks to form protons and neutrons, are so complex that they cannot be solved analytically. To understand strong interactions, physicists are forced to do shortcuts to make uh, to make those simulations computationally viable. <laughs> <laughs> The most advanced result researchers have managed to coax from this approach so far is the simulation of a single nucleus of helium that is composed of two protons and two neutrons. So naturally you start to ask, if you simulated an atomic nucleus today, maybe in 10 years we could do a larger nucleus, maybe in 20 or 30 we can do a molecule, in 50 years, who knows? Maybe you can do something the size of a few inches of matter, and maybe in a hundred years or so we can do a human brain. Sounds possible. Yeah,
2: naturally you'd ask that. Naturally, yeah,
1: in, naturally. in those exact words.
2: Well, I'm frequently at Wendy's. So <laughs> you know,
4: I ask this question my <laughs> cashier. <here>. Big bag.
0: <laughs> 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 that's their response. <laughs> it's just, it's just a biggie
4: bag. Biggie bag. <laughs> At least If I keep saying biggie bag,
2: don't stop asking me this quantum question. No, I'm missing my chicken nuggets. Biggie bag. <laughs> uh, can I have my six piece, please? Biggie bag. Big
4: bag. <laughs> I mean, I'll take the whole biggie bag, bag if it comes with my six piece.
1: Biggie bag. So <laughs> this all sounds possible, but DaVuti thinks that classical computers will soon hit a wall. Probably in the next 10 to 20 years, we will actually see the limits of our classical simulations of the physical systems. So basically, computing can only get so fast and so advanced before Aww. we can't make it any faster. And they're thinking that that might happen in the next 10 to 20 years.
0: Huh.
3: It gets pretty fucking fast a relatively short time, though. So if that takes another... Yeah. I mean, if you could shave off big a big
1: nanosecond back. or something like yeah. that. We got one! <laughs>
3: <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> um, so practical evidence that people without a background in science can look at for, uh, <laughs> you know, you a simulation <laughs> is the Mandela effect. Yeah, yeah, I know that one. There are countless examples of the Mandela effect. A few heavy hitters are Barrenstein Bears. Berenstein Bears, number one on there. Uh, Mandela dying in prison. Yeah, mm-hmm. Luke, I am your father.
2: That's not the line.
1: Mirror, mirror on the wall.
2: <laughs> Wait, what's that? What's it's that one. No so,
1: way. Yeah, but it's not. She, mirror, mirror on the wall. She never says mirror. Never mirror, says mirror mirror. mirror, mirror on the wall. She says magic mirror on the wall.
2: Magic mirror on the uh, wall.
1: Stouffer's stovetop. Who's the fairest of stovetop. stovetop stuffing. There is no such thing. Really? It's called stovetop stuffing. It's made by Kraft. Uh. <laughs> Febreze, with two e's. It's only got one. The Monopoly Man monocle. Yeah.
2: He doesn't have a monocle.
1: He does not have a monocle.
4: Which is insane
2: because Well, here's Ventura, Yeah, makes
4: Nature call. Yeah.
2: He's just making fun of him as the Monopoly yeah. Man. Yeah. But the whole biz, that man
4: is dressed and exists to look like the Monopoly Man. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but he has a monocle in that so they got Proof it that we have Mandela affected Yeah. Him. <laughs> or they did.
1: Uh <laughs> nah, we are not responsible. It
3: that. was like somebody in the comedy community who was like going to uh like hearings in Congress dressed as the Monopoly man <laughs> and just had like a big mustache and like bags that had the big money symbol on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've heard of that, yeah. Waldo?
4: where's Waldo? I'm like, what's his
1: goal? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if I wave
4: these bags of money around I one mean, day, I'll yeah. be a congressman.
1: <laughs> um, one, or well, there's also Jiffy peanut butter. Uh, oh, yeah. Flintstones with two T's. Oh, I've never heard of that. No. <laughs> Flint, Sweet. like the Flint rock. Flint titties? Yeah. Oh. Um, It has two T's. Yeah, people think it does yeah, it. Flint Flintstones, Stone.
4: yeah. Yeah. Oh, because oh. people are just pronouncing. Yeah, Flintstones. Flintstones
1: yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. Uh, two T's. Fruit of the loom with a cornucopia. Yeah. It does not have a cornucopia. <laughs> <I'm sure laughs> oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> and one that really got me—if anyone remembers the ending of Moonraker, huh? Anyone?
2: Yeah. Wait. <laughs> wait well, on the moon, right?
1: Well, they it? I mean, it happens in space, yes, but um, the ending of it, Jaws falls in love with a girl with braces, only she doesn't have braces. And I was like, wait, that, that, what? How does that not? It makes sense that she would have braces. I guess everybody just I thought she did. Turns out she didn't.
3: The public at large collectively remembered braces.
1: On a girl I remember. I thought it was. Bra- I thought that was the whole joke because Jaws has got these giant metal teeth, and then he falls in love with this girl. She smiles at him at the end, and she's showing braces. Yeah, but that's not the that case. She's sense. not wearing braces at all. Huh. And I was like, but what? And I had to go back and look, and I was like, oh my god, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. So
4: instead, she's showing off that she's got great, yeah, great, great She's being teeth. aggressive. Yeah, that's a microaggression.
1: <laughs> to a very tall man. <laughs> it is believed that these are remnants of a different reality bleeding into our own. So, Oh.
2: Yeah. There's I mean, also... What does that do to support the... Cyclical theory though
1: means we've been plugged back in <laughs> um, Well, yeah, they could have changed, you know, like oh, we got to update the system with something else They changed oh, something like a in a video Yeah, game. or something like that where they just fix that and now we all have this Strange memory of this thing that didn't actually really happen because they had reprogrammed it to oh wait We should have had it. it's Flint Stones, yeah. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> fuck. I deleted who, the last five minutes of Star Wars. Yeah, uh, yeah. The line. Yeah, you yeah. Right. Makes sense. Yeah, no. Honest. Like, who you misspelled Flintstone? Oh, it's with two T. Sorry about that. <laughs> hey,
2: did you guys kill Nelson Mandela in prison? He's supposed to get out. <laughs> He's Shoo. <laughs> Shoo. <laughs> All right, guys. Who flubbed the programming on this one? Come on,
1: uh, Bicky Meal. What was it? I mean, Big Bag. This
2: is almost <laughs> as bad as the Bernstein Bears incident.
1: But I mean, it could be that like we do live in the simulation reality that like the, maybe the person who exists that created us, their Nelson Mandela died in prison, and they're like, but what would the world have been like had he not died in prison? Mm-hmm. Or something like that, and so they're doing a different simulation, and now we all remember this previous one.
2: It's just like Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I just saw that the other day. Yep. Finally went to go see it.
1: The
2: spoilers. <laughs> Pretty good.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, there's also Deja Vu. Uh, is a possible explanation. Oh, I know that
3: club. <laughs> is
1: that what you
2: mean?
3: No. I, I <laughs> study on a regular basis. Yeah. I just
2: do I. Do you go to see Tina, or... <laughs> or is it Anastasia? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm done with my stupid strip club joke. <laughs> we do live next to a Deja Vu yeah, strip club, yes. Yeah, there's a Deja vu strip club. That, oh. They're very, uh, like... Big across the side says fully nude live entertainment.
4: Uh, See, I live near the uh, the clown room known as Jumbos. Yeah, that
2: place is classy. (laughs) Yeah, they don't take off any clothes at Jumbos, right? Like, they're always covering everything. Um, deja vu is like, No, you get it all. uh, (laughs) Ah, warts and all, fully nude. Uh, (laughs) uh, I'll
3: get like. Flashes of images, and just get the sense that like, oh, I'm gonna experience this later. Yes. And I then exactly. later, I'll just occasionally just randomly be like, oh, this is something I really anticipated. I saw. The mo- yeah. I, but it it doesn't like tell me what it's gonna be. Like it's nothing nope. useful. It's so vague, and it's just sort of like, oh yeah, yeah. this is that. This is that thing coming full circle. I How long have- is it?
1: The- Between uh, you sensing that and it actually coming to fruition. Any amount
3: of time. Any. It can
4: be days. It can be months. It can be years. Because I have this happen all the fucking time too. Where it's just like something happens. My heart goes wild when it happens. Is yours or are you at least
3: chilled? It's definitely (laughs) like I'm aware of it. And it's like, whoa, what does it mean? I don't know. It feels important, but it's not. Because it could be (laughs) something as dumb
4: as you being like, oh, god damn it. I dropped my bottle. And then at one point, you're like, fuck, at some point, I'm going to drop my bottle. I know it's going to happen. And while it's happening, again, you're going to be like, whoa, I've been here. I've done this exact bottle drop before. It's weird. Well,
1: I mean, I've certainly had deja vu, but it's never been like I've done something. Then years later, I'm doing that thing again or something like that. Yeah. It's always like, yeah, what you're saying. It's a non... I'll be sitting here playing with Lou or just fucking... Walking around or something or else, you know, be driving in my truck, and I'll feel like I've lived this moment before. Yes. And but it's it's like I'm almost predicting the next possible thing, like moments later, and then I'm probably gonna say this, and then it's like I start to lose it. But yeah. it's just a yeah. feeling that I've oh I've this is a memory yes, and not all. like what's happening. It's like I have a feeling. I'm remembering this, but it's not that
4: I So I did a bunch of research into this because a summer or two ago, I was having severely bad panic attacks every morning that came with a feeling of deja vu. I would feel the deja vu moment coming and it was every morning, same thing during my just routine of getting ready. At some point it would happen and I would have like a mini panic attack, go through the whole thing. But what's happening is your brain is recording (laughs) what is currently happening and becomes aware that it's also of the recording and the action that's currently happening, so it tells you this is déjà vu. So it's just like some mundane thing you've done over and over again, mm-hmm. and your brain goes, "Oh, what's this? Have we we've done this before, right? Oh shit, we haven't. Oh, oh, oh keep, keep recording, keep recording."
1: Yeah, yeah. That's. I feel like that's the case when I when I'm experiencing it. I can still remember certain moments like the one of the first times it was me playing peewee football and i'm like walking out onto the field and i'm like oh my god i'm doing i've done this before this Mm -hmm. is so insane like this exact thing it's like i've done this before and i can still remember it as vivid as that moment where i'm like wow this is deja vu yeah it's always an amazing thing but like i I rarely experience it you
2: seem to be relatively deja vu free I mean, I certainly don't experience it the way y'all do. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Definitely not. Uh, I feel like my brain is just aware of everything, and it's able to predict it, and then I live it after that. That's the way I experience deja vu. I realize, oh, I'm in this moment, I know everything that's here, and I know what's about to come, and then it does. Uh, it's not as profound for me. It happens pretty regularly, but it's not Mm. like an everyday thing. And it's certainly something I've never taken note of to the extent of like, I don't ever remember a time where I was like, oh yeah, I did have deja vu that one time in the Central Park, (laughs) you know, when I visited the first time or whatever. It's just Mm. like every once in a while on like a Tuesday, like right now could be that moment where like I know what it looks like in this entire space, and I know y'all well enough that, like, I don't know, my brain just seems to leap ahead. Huh. And then it does, <laughs> you know, and then it happens. And then it's like, oh, yeah, my brain was, it did figure that out.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I've never predicted. Uh, like I, and i never experienced anything. That's
2: just how I would call it, experience deja vu, I don't know. Oh, wow.
3: I've never experienced anything profound at all. It was just <laughs> sort of like a,
2: wait. More like a happenstance. Like this is
3: what I associate, the word deja vu makes me associate this feeling. Just like yeah. the, I, when I heard the word shin splints, I'm like, oh yeah, I kind of know what that feeling is. Yeah, it's not like a
4: that's so raven moment where yeah. you're like, oh sweet, this memory's going to come in handy later. It's always <laughs> something like, All right, that's weird.
1: Yeah, it was like the Matrix did uh, Deja Vu by having a cat run past and then a few seconds later that having that scene happen again.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, that's never been my experience with Deja Vu. My experience would just be that second cat walking past and I'm thinking as that's happening of a memory of that happening, even though it's the same thing. So it's like I'm almost predicting the next moment, but... I'm never like accurately predicting or anything like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's
2: not that you you're experiencing the same thing twice. And yeah. Like, Did I just experience that? It's yeah. In your brain, right? <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. You just think as I th- it's happening. yeah. I know this. I get I the feeling
1: of a memory, but it, I yeah. don't actually remember. Well, Philip K. Dick believed that. That guy. Was, yes. <laughs> what a dick, huh? Hero. <laughs> when we experience déjà vu, it. Is because something in our simulation has been changed, and a, two, a new timeline branched from the current one. So that's just basically kind of what uh, the Matrix did—a glitch in the Matrix. They mm-hmm. reprogrammed something, and so we are experiencing that moment. Even though, like they're saying, the programmers like, no, he's taking a new path. He's not ordering soup today. He's ordering salad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, there's also the Drake equation that estimates oh, there should be, <laughs> <laughs> there may be a million technologically advanced civilizations in our own galaxy, yet there is no evidence of life other than our own. Probably because a uh, programmer couldn't, uh, you know, didn't simulate that. It would take too much computing power to put a person on another planet. Planet or something like that, but it also could be that, much like the buildings out there and wherever the fuck video game you're playing, they only get rendered once we observe them.
2: Yeah, once you get yeah
1: close yeah they've programmed like a new planet or something like that, but no life on it or yeah whatever the case. Um, theoretical physicist James Gates studied quarks only to s- discover computer code embedded in the makeup of our universe, strings of ones and zeros.
2: What? How'd he discover it? Tell Where me. were the
3: ones and zeros? <laughs> They're
2: written in the sky? Help <laughs> <Don't laughs> me make sense of that one.
1: I, I really can't, okay. unfortunately. I know it.
2: I, say, I, it I, say it again for me. He's
1: so he he's studying quarks, the yeah. smallest thing out there, uh, to disco- only to discover computer code embedded in the makeup of our universe with uh, strings of ones and zeros. So... Uh, he zoomed so far <laughs> yeah, in he the just, right, uh, like
2: I. So we can't zoom any further. It's <laughs>
3: binary. Everything. I said enhanced! <laughs> <laughs> it's,
4: it's just ones and zeros. <laughs>
2: He's, nice. he's like, I want you to push this microscope as far as it goes. They like flip a gigantic switch. A nuclear power plant <laughs> builds up, <and> starts glowing <laughs> from the energy output. More! <laughs> My god! 10101100110. That's the serial number <laughs> on his microscope. Don't tell him that. <laughs> Wait a minute. Look, when I decode these numbers, it just says drink more Opho. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Everything the world is <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Big Bag.
1: We love you, Big <laughs> Bang. <We love> you. <laughs> and big I'm going to miss you most of all. <laughs> <laughs> it comes
2: with nuggets. I remember when you were four for four. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Then
4: you grew up.
2: <laughs> then you became a piggyback. Six and seven dollars. Yeah. Like, uh, oh my Inflation killed the four God. for
0: four.
4: <laughs>
0: We've lost alliteration.
1: <laughs> In 2017, scientists found that they can embed computer code into strands of DNA. Mm-hmm. How? I don't know scientists. They found that scientists, maybe
2: that. The following scientists make
4: this
3: claim.
1: So, I had to discuss quantum mechanics. I didn't, yeah, I couldn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, but then how does that
3: computer code affect the DNA?
1: Just that it can be done, not that it can affect it. I don't know. Maybe it's the same way that they're like, we can put a computer chip in a brain, but it won't, it won't work. <laughs> we haven't figured out how to make that connection, but when... <laughs> You <laughs> can stick it in there. Yeah. Jam it in there. Can I just inject I, myself with in my passwords and so then
3: nobody could
1: see them? I mean, yeah, it might just be that, yeah, you can write it, like it on them. the strands of DNA, like engraving it, uh-huh. like engraving a rice grain. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I need a better tattoo gun. <laughs> Go smart! <Finer>.
1: Yes, sir! <laughs> Flips another switch.
2: Two more power plates, pop up. All of the city around it. All the lights dim. significantly.
1: <laughs> it's <laughs> just the Indian in the cupboard, and he's got a cupboard, and the Indian's <laughs> got a cupboard in the house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, the Indian <laughs> in the cupboard? What the fuck is he out of fucking field? In their
4: homes, know, kind of, <laughs> like uh, looks like Elon Shisher didn't that. say anything again. He's up to his antics and just
3: doing whatever. It's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> There's
1: also the knowable universe, uh, which we know by math. Uh, everything in nature follows the Fibonacci sequence or the golden ratio. Oh, yeah.
4: Um,
1: and lastly, what I will say is uh UFOs. They seem to defy the laws of physics, and that's because they're allowed to by the programmers. And that's why we haven't come in contact with or captured one. So the UFOs
4: typed in noclip, and they've just been zooming around like assholes.
1: (laughs) Um, yeah, that's all the information I've got on the, uh...
2: So if it's a simulation, are we then facets of artificial intelligence, or is there no intelligence and we're just acting?
1: Yeah, that's the two schools of thought, uh... One, well, the, what uh, Bostrom was talking about. Bostrom,
4: continue. <laughs> I definitely said Nick Backstrom, who <laughs> is the goalie for the Capitals. Wow. <laughs> wow, that's a, wow. That's a pull. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay for attributing this great science to Hasn't Nick
2: Baxter been through enough, honestly? This season for sure. (laughs) But I digress.
1: Well, the idea is that the first simulation would maybe have people interacting with it intelligent, you know, behind-the-scenes people, but then they breed with others, creating other sims and stuff, and so they probably left. This civilization is kind of just on its own living out its existence without any interference kind of like maybe they came down put jesus up on this earth you know made him walk on water showed him a lot of cool stuff and then they straight up walked away they're like all right well let him have fun with that (laughs) i'm sure they're going to be a utopia they killed him
4: (laughs) (laughs) well Gave that a shot. Yep. Might as well save Mandela.
1: <laughs> Just change that Berenstein. <laughs> yeah, fuck that book. Oh, guys,
2: who wrote the Hitler code? Uh, uh, you're in trouble. You're in a lot of trouble. Right? I was
4: told if I delete any more files, I'll get yelled at. So I didn't
2: delete any more files. Well, hear this. Today was your last day at Omnicorp. No! My feet unplugged.
1: <laughs> 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 Slowly erasing from the feet up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. While you're
3: doing that, I do need you to sign this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just one last signature. Ooh, it's gonna be. A Why da- you still have okay. <laughs> It's gonna be hell if I don't get this signature. <laughs> you
2: don't need to it. <laughs> well, it turns out it takes about three or four hours for you to entirely dissipate. So <laughs> <laughs>
1: you could call an Uber. <laughs> <laughs>
4: To I
3: need a key, Serena, <laughs> before I go. You can't get anywhere.
2: You don't have. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> it's me, your HR rep, getting a lot of complaints about you. <laughs> I'm <laughs> dying, I'm being unplugged. <laughs> Listen, if you could just keep it down while you disappear, that would be... There are no, no
4: repercussions
3: <laughs> to my actions anymore.
2: I'm being erased <laughs> from existence. It's Doug's birthday,
3: and just, <laughs> it's so much less fun. I didn't but sign didn't his card. Can you bring it to me? No, you're <laughs> not a part of the team
0: anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
2: How do you want to spend your last moments? As a team player or as a jerk? I choose jerk!
3: It's banana cake!
2: Banana cake! If you want some cake, you have to promise to shut up for yeah. the next two hours. I would get you a corner piece for that. That's the deal. <laughs> Okay, anyway, enough of that bit. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Uh,
1: yeah, so you take the um, steak-flavored jelly bean. thought <laughs> you were going to say that. You nice. in the coat. You, 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 you peace out uh, with that uh, guy with strange glasses and trench coat.
4: <laughs> no, if someone gives me a pill and says, I'll take you to fantasy world like you described earlier, I'm taking it. Uh, someone fucked up my coat. Uh, uh, I am willing to re-roll my character on another server if I have to Uh, it's fine by me because yeah this one fucked up
1: and while you're at it let's kill Mandela in prison let's just see what happens with that outcome (laughs) that's a weird
4: thing does anyone remember misremembering Mandela's death
1: (laughs) I thought he got out no turns out they went back and killed him (laughs)
2: Wow, I'm going to have to write a lot of code tonight. <laughs> Ones
1: and to zeroes, baby. That's all you need. For High Mystery, I'm Robert. I'm
2: Colin. I'm Leanne. And I'm Kyle.
1: And that was it for this episode.
2: Thanks so much for listening to us. Check out our Patreon. Bye. Baby bag. <laughs>
1: new episodes every Monday. Want more High Mystery? Check out our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash High Mystery for exclusive episodes every Friday. Merchandise can be found at our website at highmystery.com. Stay up to date by following us on Facebook and Instagram at High Mystery for fan art, news, and upcoming events. Thanks for listening.